Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This morning, WA closed indefinitely. The Premier delays the state's reopening over Omicron fears. States and territories to release their own back-to-school roadmaps. National Cabinet couldn't agree. Hulk Batonga, the first foreign aid planes touched down. Why the Joker was forced to leave, the federal court reveals the reason for its decision. And Nick Kyrgios knocked out as his opponent takes aim at the Australian Open crowd. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The West Australian Premier has made a shock announcement overnight. The state's border won't reopen on February 5th as planned. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. This is a major backflip. It is, Jody. Good morning. And it's also heartbreaking for the millions of families who are hoping to finally be reunited when the hard border finally came down in just over two weeks. WA Premier Mark McGowan delaying the reopening indefinitely following concerns posed by the Omicron variant and the escalating situation in eastern states. Some travel exemptions will be relaxed, however, including travel for compassionate reasons. But even then, those people will still have to isolate for 14 days. It would be reckless and irresponsible to open up now. If we proceeded with the original plan, we would be deliberately seeding thousands upon thousands of COVID cases into WA at this point and at this point in time, that is not what I'm going to do. It comes as Australia records two million COVID cases since the start of the pandemic, the first million taking close to two years, the second million happening in just over two weeks. But despite escalating case numbers, Prime Minister Scott Morrison says there will be no changes to isolation rules after a meeting of the National Cabinet yesterday. The Prime Minister also backflipping on a decision not to relax rules surrounding licensing for the trucking industry following anger with a proposal to allow 16-year-olds to drive forklifts to help ease those supply chain issues. Jody. Okay, Taylor Aiken in Canberra, thank you. States and territories will release their own individual back-to-school plans in the coming days with no uniform plan set out by National Cabinet. Leaders couldn't reach a consensus, each at a different stage of the Omicron outbreak. They will be consistent with the principles of getting schools open and keeping school, schools open and that is especially true from day one, term one. The federal government has agreed to share the costs of rapid testing regimes in schools with state and territory governments. 
The Victorian government has reversed a ban on IVF treatments in response to public backlash. It comes after several women came forward detailing their experiences. Leaders have conceded a halt on fertility procedures was doing little to ease the strain on the hospital system. I apologise for any distress, for any concern. Uh, it's never easy. The government is reviewing whether other procedures could also resume. Victoria has ordered 166 million more rapid tests. The Premier revealing he's looking at a plan to manufacture the tests locally. The first foreign aid planes have landed in Tonga as residents struggle to deal with devastation from the recent tsunami. An Australian RAAF aircraft has begun unloading emergency relief supplies. We understand our uh, Tongan friends were in uh, uh, urgent need of the aid to be delivered um, and it's uh, satisfying for the crew. Planes from New Zealand and Japan have also arrived and HMAS Adelaide is about to depart from Brisbane. The Federal Court has revealed it upheld Novak Djokovic's visa cancellation because he could adversely influence Australians. In a 31-page document, the three judges ruled the tennis champ's anti-vaccination stance was well known and he could be a risk to public health. Djokovic is now reportedly considering suing the Australian government for more than $6 million for loss of earnings, expenses, pain and suffering. It's been revealed the mother of schoolgirl Charlize Mutton is expecting a baby with her daughter's accused killer. Justin Stein allegedly murdered the nine-year-old and dumped her body in a barrel on the edge of the Colo River near Sydney. Charlize's mother, Callista Mutton, remains in hospital being treated for mental health issues. A father has died trying to save the life of his daughter at a South Australian beach. The girl started floating out to sea on an inflatable tube and her dad rushed into the water to rescue her. The little her. daughter jumped off the tube into his arms in deep water and he was trying to save her. It was too deep. You know, he was holding her up here and the water was above his head. And um, yeah, when I looked around he was floating. Good Samaritan Michael Napper brought the girl safely back to shore and paramedics worked on her father. Sadly, the 49-year-old couldn't be revived. Police fear the theft of half a million dollars worth of rapid antigen tests may be the start of a worrying trend as demand for the product soars. A 28-year-old man has now been charged with stealing more than 40,000 kits and many still haven't been recovered. Stashed in a storage centre at Rosebury. A stolen shipment of rapid antigen tests and three couriers with a lot of questions to answer. 42,000 kits worth half a million dollars went missing from a distribution centre at Botany on Tuesday when a truck allegedly turned up with fraudulent paperwork. There is always those that will try and uh, profit on the misery or the uh, illnesses of others. Detectives allege that was this man, 28-year-old Zeshi Wu. Did you do what they allege you've done? Innocent. Innocent. Charged with dishonestly obtaining financial advantage by deception, but released on bail after offering up $50,000 surety. I don't allow the interview. So you, but you I, won't I, say? I won't uh, interview. The theft comes at a time where COVID self-testing kits are in short supply and authorities are trying to stamp out price gouging. There are fears a black market for medical equipment is developing. Our concerns is that this will not be just the first time and police will 
continue to focus on this uh, moving forward. The three couriers arrested have been released. Mr Wu returns to court next month. Andrew Denny, 7 News. A giant radar is being built in Western Australia to track satellites and space debris above the Southern Hemisphere. It'll form part of an international network of radar sites to monitor the thousands of objects in low space orbit and keep track of possible collisions. The company behind the project, Leo Labs, is aiming to make Australia a global leader in space surveillance. So close, but so far, a young mum has given birth to her baby boy in the car park of a Brisbane hospital. Nurses came rushing out and say they felt relieved as soon as they heard him cry. Four days overdue and not wasting another minute. So my labour started around six o'clock in the morning, hop onto the shower and then the TENS machine and then realised, OK, this is the time to go to the hospital. Madhavi and Shyam Kategada's baby boy arrived in the passenger seat of their car outside the Mata Mothers. The family from Pallara was stuck in traffic after dropping their daughter to daycare when mum realised her baby boy was coming fast. Yeah, that was really hectic time, you know, the 8, uh, 7.38 means, you know, it's a bit of traffic and and she said it's it's coming. Midwives Maureen, Carrie and Gabby came rushing out to help but say the hard work had already been done. Mum was actually really calm and composed and you know just happy I guess that it was all over. Um, Dad was probably the most emotional one. Madhavi was in labour for only two and a half hours and says she mistook her contractions for Braxton Hicks not expecting baby to arrive so soon. He's a healthy 3.6 kilograms and is already adored by his little sister Boovy. It's still taking time one by one, like one minute by one minute. They're still searching for a name. Perhaps it'll arrive as suddenly as he did. Anna McGraw, 7 News. Australia's best tasting water has been revealed, a sample from New South Wales taking the top gong. The sample taken from Casino in northern New South Wales won the honour at a tasting in Tasmania. Looking for not having too much of a chemical taste or metallic taste and, uh, and that New South Wales water just tasted like beautiful tap water. In blind tastings, judges also tested clarity, odour and texture. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading more than 300 points higher. The Nasdaq up 231. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 305 points up. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also higher. The All Lords finished 12 points in the green and the ASX 200 also was up. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,843 US dollars an ounce, oil 86 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 72.61 US cents, nearly 83 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. US President Joe Biden has admitted he expects Russia will invade Ukraine. America's Secretary of State is holding urgent talks with his Russian counterpart today as Eastern Europe teeters on the brink of war. I guess as he will move in, he has to do something. Russia will be held accountable if it invades, and it depends on what it does. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion and then we end up having a fight about what to do and not do, etc. Russia insists it won't invade, but its troops are stationed to launch attacks from the north, east or south. 
Former Pope Benedict has been accused of failing to act in four cases of child abuse when he was Archbishop of Munich. A German probe has found the ex-pontiff didn't intervene to stop the abuse and allowed the perpetrators to stay on in pastoral care. He denies the claims. Boris Johnson is hanging on to power despite growing opposition from within his own party. The British Prime Minister is accused of lying about drinks parties that took place at Downing Street during lockdown and has dismissed calls to resign. One of his own MPs has defected and the government is now facing claims it's trying to blackmail members to stop them plotting against the PM, claims Mr Johnson denies. There's new hope for people suffering from kidney disease. Surgeons in the US have successfully transplanted the kidneys of a genetically modified pig into a brain-dead patient. The patient was monitored and the kidneys started functioning on their own within 23 minutes. Clinical trials are expected to get underway later this year. Convicted sex trafficker Ghislaine Maxwell has formally requested a retrial after her lawyers raised concerns about a juror's past. Let's go live now to Miley Hogan in our US Bureau. Good morning, Miley. What are they claiming? Well, Jody, this is about one member of the jury who gave a number of interviews to different media outlets after the verdict. He's allowed to do that, but it's what he said during those interviews that has led Ghislaine Maxwell's lawyers to file for a retrial. He shared that he was a survivor of child sexual abuse and said that he used his own experience to try and convince the jury uh, during deliberations, saying that a victim's imperfect memory of sex abuse doesn't mean it didn't happen. And in his words, it helped some of them to come around. Now, all potential jurors were asked to fill out a questionnaire before they were selected for the trial, and part of that questionnaire asked if anyone had been sexually abused. This juror in question told the media that he flew through the questionnaire, but that he is sure that he did answer truthfully. Ghislaine Maxwell was sentenced in early December, uh, sorry, was convicted. Uh, convicted in early December of five sex trafficking charges. She is due to be sentenced in June. She's facing 65 years, but that now all depends on the judge's decision about this possible retrial. Jody, Could start again. OK, thanks, Miley. Elton John has returned to the stage after a hiatus of almost two years. The music icon's Farewell Yellow Brick Road tour, which marks his retirement from performing on the road, was brought to a halt during COVID. He later had to push back European dates to have hip surgery. The star performed in New Orleans this week and the tour will take him to Europe and North America before landing in Australia next year. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
In sport, Nick Kyrgios has been knocked out of the Australian Open, downed by world number two Daniil Medvedev. In his own words, the Aussie gave it his all but was overpowered. The match was a tense one, Kyrgios smashing his racket and arguing with the umpire. Medvedev blasted the rowdy crowd for booing him throughout the match. Then I have a breakpoint second serve and people are cheering like you already made a double fault. And I mean, that's, that's just disappointing because uh, it's not everybody who is doing it, but those who are doing it probably have a low IQ. He triumphed in four sets. The first round of the Big Bash finals begin tonight. The Adelaide Strikers have made a miracle comeback off the bottom of the ladder thanks to their four-game winning streak. They'll take on the Hobart Hurricanes in the Eliminator at the Gabba. You can watch it live and free on Seven. Australia was in fine form for Game 1 of the Women's T20 Ashes series, clinching a nine-wicket win over England thanks to a record run chase. Talia McGrath had an incredible innings, taking three for 26 and posting 91 not out from 49 balls. Yeah, she was really key for us. We, you know, we were probably looking at another 20 or 30 runs, to be honest, at one stage, and she was able to sort of break that partnership and, and then sort of provide that you know, few overs for us at the end to sort of keep them quiet, which was really important in the end. Elise Perry was sensationally dropped from the match in what's been called the biggest selection call in history. Jordan Dugowie is set to return to training, his three-month exile from Collingwood coming to an end. The midfielder pleaded guilty to a second-degree harassment violation in the US after an incident at a Manhattan nightclub in October last year. The Magpies are keeping a close eye on him, requiring he take on part-time work for the Salvation Army. Taking a look at the weather now, troughs are gaining moisture, triggering scattered showers and storms over the country's north, South Australia, Queensland and northern New South Wales. A trough in the west is helping bring hot and gusty winds into WA's west, increasing fire danger. Onshore winds are leading to showers over eastern parts of Queensland and New South Wales. Around the capitals today, Brisbane, a shower or two, heading for a top of 28 degrees. Sydney, a possible shower, 26. Canberra, partly cloudy, heading for 24. Melbourne, sunny and 31 degrees. Hobart, sunny and 25. Adelaide, partly cloudy, a top of 35 degrees. Perth, sunny and 41. Darwin, 33, with showers and a possible storm. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday, the 21st of January, 2022.